Hey guys, welcome to Right Way, a podcast where we give you insight to make informed decisions about your writing career. I'm your host, Rhea Fry, multi-published author and CEO and founder of Right Way. And I'm Joe Tower, writer, media producer, and Right Way's executive editor. On this podcast, Rhea and I will take an inside look at the publishing industry with honest and straightforward shop talk. So when you do get published, you'll know exactly what to do the right way. This is a Soul Fire production. Hey guys, welcome back to another Right Way podcast. We just wanted to jump on a few minutes before the episode to give you a little background. Today is an exciting day. We have our first industry guests we're bringing on to the podcast. So pumped. And yes, so pumped. Um, and we wanted to give you a little bit of background about who these guys are and what their company is. Yeah, absolutely. We, um, we actually have, uh, for our inaugural guest episode, we've uh, done the audacious, yeah, we the made audacious it task of <laughs> two guests. Um, Instead but, of one. Uh, Really spectacular individuals um, from uh, Pipeline Media Group, which is a, an LA-based uh, film and television industry-born um, uh, consultancy, essentially an outreach uh, um, company for emerging and undiscovered uh, literary and film industry talent. Um, they uh, they were established in 1999 as a sort of quote-unquote pipeline into motion pictures. Uh, and they were certainly a forerunner in screenplay coverage, uh, teleplay coverage, and they have a very distinct hands-on process of connecting wannabe and would-be writers to the sort of Hollywood inner sanctum. Uh, just recently, just in these last couple of years, and the reason that we really wanted to sit down and talk with them is they've um, established a new division called Book Pipeline, where they're yes. doing the same thing for authors, up-and-coming authors, as they are... Uh, as they have done for uh, for screenwriters and and directors uh, for the last several decades. Yeah, and we we go into really talking about book pipeline, and you know, for for people who are listening to this podcast, and even our clients who are aspiring writers, and you have a really you know polished first draft, and kind of are unsure about next steps. We really talk about the importance of contests today, and these guys are offering such an amazing opportunity. They have such a huge network of literary agents that they work with, kind of like what we do. They're very passionate about connecting aspiring writers with the right industry professionals to get your work out there. So if you're entering a contest, say you've written a novel, you enter one of their mini contests they have throughout the year. If you win, you have the opportunity to get representation, to get your you know, if you're, if you're doing book pipeline, that's one thing you could get your book published. You can win some money. Um, but if you have like a screenplay or something like that, it is kind of a, a foot Pilot, in the door. Yeah. I mean, or, yeah, or it's amazing. Film that you've shot. Exactly. They really, they've really expanded their reach. And I, I think the best way to put it, um, and you know, I think Rhea and I were like delighted to hear this, like, cause we talk about this in publishing all the time is, is the idea of getting a foot in the door and, and pipeline media group is no doubt sort of the foot. They sort of like exactly. provide you with, with the foot. So, uh, we were very lucky to get, uh, uh, Matt Misitich, who is the senior, uh, executive. And I, he's a friend of mine and I totally mis mispronounced his name during recording. 
uh, so you will hear that as well. Shame on uh, Joe. <laughs> shame on Joe. And uh, Peter Malone Elliott, who is uh, their development executive and uh, the guy who's really steering Book Pipeline right now. Yes. Um, we were really, really excited to talk about the value of community and the value of platform. And uh, as Ria said, the this sort of new realization that um, contests are a really great avenue for uh, emerging and aspiring writers. Definitely. So we so, hope you guys enjoy our conversation with Matt and Peter because it's full of valuable information for you guys. Enjoy. Hey guys, what's happening? Welcome back to another episode of the Right Way Podcast. Um, we are really, really psyched today uh, because we have, and for the first time, other people in the podcast <laughs> with us. Exciting. <laughs> no, we're very, we're very psyched to welcome. We got two very special guests today. We promised some, uh, some professionals in the industry and, and, and we are delivering uh, this month um, with uh, two executives from Pipeline Media out of Los Angeles, uh, Mr. Matt Masetich, who is the uh, senior executive, and Mr. Peter Elliott, who is their development executive. Um, what's up, guys? Can you uh, give us a give us the the high sign? Who's who, so we know your voices. Yeah, I'm, this is Matt. Hi, I'm Peter. Nice to talk with you guys. Yeah, welcome. Hi. So exciting. So we're just going to kind of dive right in. Um, so I'd love for you to talk to us a little bit about what Pipeline Media even is and what its overall mission for writers is. Sure. Uh, well, uh, first of all, it's lovely her being being here with Joe. By the way, uh, as always, uh, he did pronounce he, he pronounced my last name slightly wrong, but I'm not going to call him out on it because uh, it was close enough. Oh so. no! Oh, <laughs> just, no, it's, my name gets butchered all the time, so say it correctly so we know. Oh, it's it's, it's Missitich, but it's very Missitich, and I feel yes. terrible. Just to give you kind of the the cliff notes version of what what we do. So we're generally we discovered new screenwriters, new TV writers, um, now new authors, uh, directors, and so forth, and help connect them with the proper industry channel, whether it's a producer or a manager, um, just to help kind of develop and, uh, and promote really their, their career and their work over the long term. Yeah. And so, so you, Joe was saying, and we know this as well, but you just came off your contest season. Can you talk about kind of what contests you offer and, and why you think contests are even important for emerging or unknown writers? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, we're right now we're kind of having contest season um, year round, but we did just wrap our, our main screenwriting and TV writing contest for Script Pipeline. Uh, we got uh, a lot more entries than I had anticipated during, during a pandemic, but that's that's great. There was a lot of options to choose from. We came up with a great top 10 for, for TV and another great top 10 for screenwriting. Uh, as Joe will tell you, as a former runner-up just last year, uh, our criteria is, uh, I think, you know, a little a little strict. We were, we're really looking for the unique, the unique voices, like the, the writers that are putting a new good spin on things. Um, which Joe did, by the way, to give him a, to give him a compliment <laughs> hey. early on as well. Hey. Uh, so, so yeah, so, I mean, there's, there's always been kind of a, um, a question mark over contests and, and fellowships and writer programs. And, you know, if they really have that sort of, that sort of effect and I, and I can't speak to 
how other companies structure what they do for their winners and their finalists and, and their, um, their, their top picks in general. But for us, you know, once you're like locked in as a finalist, uh, and I hope Joe and actually Peter can speak to this as well. Peter was a, was our 2018 screenwriting winner. Oh, uh, nice. I should have mentioned that at the beginning. <laughs> um, uh, he wrote a really, really great true story uh, about the kidnapping of Frank Sinatra Jr. And oh, wow. um, really, really solid script. And a year later, we tired because <laughs> he, <laughs> awesome. he asked. Uh, but it is that kind of long-term sort of hand-holding and reading other scripts and, and helping them develop their work uh, really for years and years after they, after they place, if they want to anyway, it's we're, we're kind of, we make ourselves available to, so they can use us as an, as an outlet before they, uh, before they, before they find management or even when they have managers just to kind of be the uh, sounding board to bounce ideas off. So it's very much hands-on uh, in the, in the, uh, the years after they've, they've already placed. And that applies for book and script and film too. Yeah, and, and just speaking as someone who's been on both sides of it, you know, I wouldn't have signed with my literary manager if I hadn't won the screenwriting contest in 2018. And it's been a wonderful flip side looking at it now from the perspective of the executives choosing these scripts and watching their careers develop. I mean, contests are such a wonderful gateway to the industry, especially since, as you know, especially in film and TV, it's such a hard world to break into to get a foot into the door and contests are a great way to do that and we're yeah. doing that with both script film and book as well well and i i, I think that's really interesting uh peter you said both uh contests as as gateways uh to the community and i i, I think that you know ria and i uh, we talk about it a lot on this podcast uh and a lot in general to clients and so forth about the importance of having a, a community sure. and obviously we can't ask you too much about um, the ins and outs of, of, of your contest, the contest, it's contest it's themselves. But, uh, I do, I, I would agree that one of the major benefits, and I think pipeline, I think you guys at pipeline do it of, of, of organizations that I'm familiar with in, in LA is creating that community is creating that relationship, which becomes so, so crucial and critical because yeah. the people, you know, whether you're an author, whether you're a novelist, whether you're a short story writer, whether you're a uh, screenwriter, TV writer, those those people ultimately become your allies, can become your colleagues, uh, become your collaborators. I mean, it's hugely important. So I do, I will, I will pimp pipeline and say, <laughs> let's do it the best. Uh, Thank you. Thank and, you. And, and speaking of that, I, you know, Matt, you've been in development for 20 years uh, and you've been with, with pipeline media since 2006. You guys are these book pipeline is the most recent, but you guys sort of have all of these developmental arms, uh, these developmental yeah. divisions where you work specifically with with um, directors, writers, and now authors. Can you talk a, a little bit about a few of those? Uh, yes, you're speaking you're, as far as the, the industry that we work with or just like film. Yeah. And just how you break it. Like here's film pipeline, here's script pipeline, book pipeline. Like if I was someone yeah. coming to the site, what, you know, how would I navigate that? And, and just understanding a bit more about what each of those does. Sure. It's almost overly simple though. So pardon the oversimplification, but, uh, it's, it's pretty much the same structure for each with book. I think it's going to be a little bit different and that's, uh, by bringing Peter on was such a good 
a, a, a good good plan for us, like a good idea, um, because he knew the publishing industry a little bit more than most of our staff, and he brought a lot of, of good knowledge to that. So, but the process overall, I think, is pretty similar. Someone submits, we uh, whether it's a contest or or a service, usually the contest is where we're getting the bulk of our material. Anyway, uh, we you know whittle that down to uh, a top whatever it is, depending on the contest. Uh, and then for those writers, we there's usually there's a little little window there where we help kind of polish their work a little bit. Um, obviously, if it's for short film, then they already have the, the final product done. But for the scripts and stuff, we, we we like to give a little bit of space so that they can polish before we send it out. Um, it'll be interesting to see with the unpublished authors this year. Uh, because knowing now what I know about publishing, you know, we want to get that material out um, fa- fairly quickly and give those first companies, you know, early looks. So, uh, but there's still going to be some sort of developmental stage in between. And then we get it out to industry, the industry come back to us and say, yes, I like it. Introduce me to the writer or no, I don't like it. Um, what else do you have? Uh, if they do, if it is something that they connect with and they want to follow up on, uh, it's honestly, it's as simple as sending an intro email. Um, and then they're often, often running into the, the award-winning sunset, hopefully. Um, with, with that too, yeah, with, it's, it's, it's worth noting too, real quick while we're on the, on the topic, I, we get a lot of questions of like, well, what percentage do you take of the, of the project, you know, when the script sells or when the book sells? Zero. It's, it's zero, yeah. right. Wow. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, which any like, you know, very stuffy suited investor would probably say well that's terrible you should be owning the ip and it's like well that's not how it works right right um they paid to enter the contest this is what we owe them basically you know and if we're making promises to help them over the long term we should be fulfilling that so so yeah we don't take fans or anything it's to me it's the big success story is is kind of worth its weight in 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 platinum so that's kind of what we're what we're fighting for every day Absolutely. And so our, you know, most of our audience um, really is trying to write books, get books published in all genres, whether it's fiction or nonfiction. So going a little bit deeper into book pipeline is the only way. So if I'm, if I'm a new writer, do I have to have, I'm assuming a pretty solid first unpublished draft, I would submit it to the contest and then just kind of wait to see what happens? Or are there any other options to kind of get my work out there if I'm a, if I'm a, a novelist, let's say? Well, I have Peter tackle that one, if there's any sure. other options. Sure, so I just a quick little bit of background context. When I was hired last year in September 2019, I was mainly hired in order to shepherd book pipeline forward and rebrand it a little bit. So what we did is starting at the beginning of 2020, we launched two contests instead of just the one singular contest that we had before. So we have book pipeline adaptation, which is for traditionally published and self-published books to get access to the film and TV industry for adaptation consideration. And then we have the unpublished contest, which is obviously for unpublished manuscripts in six different genre categories, nonfiction, sci-fi fantasy, mystery thriller, literary, and uh, fiction outsider. Um, so to answer your question, um, in terms of, yeah, I mean, the writers will need to have a 
completed draft, pretty much ready to go. But in the first rounds of judging, we just asked for the first 5,000 words nice. of the manuscript hmm. and a one to three page full story synopsis. Um, and then if you are selected as a finalist or above, then we request the full manuscript and we really get into the nitty gritty of looking at the book as a whole, if that makes sense. Yeah, awesome. that's amazing. That's, that's incredible. Um, I'm, I'm curious, uh, only because you 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 mentioned this, and I uh, I've, I've got to know like, or we'd like to know if it's possible about uh, you guys are sort of expanding on that in 2021 uh, with a sort of new content driven site focusing mm -hmm. on educate education yeah. and empowerment. What what uh, what does that look like, or what 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 exactly is that? Well, I've been. Uh, it's gonna be called Pipeline Artist. Um, there's your so the first. That's your exclusive. No, I've told, I've told <laughs> nobody the name. We of got it, and nobody yeah, like else. It. Fantastic. That'll break you through to Joe Rogan territory in the podcast. <laughs> sure. We're going viral with this uh, one. There we go. Yeah. Viral. Let's just wait for that Spotify. Um, no, but that's what it'll. That's what it'll be called. Uh, I've I had I've had a lot of trouble because I haven't had to pitch it um, all that much outside of you know internally. Uh, and I, so this isn't a perfect analogy, but I've been kind of comparing it to uh, a more traditional site that you would expect in the industry that has uh, articles and so forth that help that help new new writers, new filmmakers, uh, new authors, combined with like the sophistication of something like the New Yorker, which has mm -hmm. a little bit more uh, I don't want to say elitist, but like a little more highbrow sort of content that's not like you know top eight ways to find an Asian in Hollywood. Like we're not, that's not our brand, right? Uh, we want to do that, help people do that and help find people, help people find representation. But there's a lot of uh, sort of cliche stuff out there as you both, uh, as all three of you, I'm sure have seen. So I'm trying to stray away from that and create something that's grounded, that's relevant. And that's, it's, it's a site that you're looking forward to, to checking up on once in a while, you know? Um, and something that will cater not not just to emerging, uh, not to, not just to emerging creatives in the arts, but, but uh, those who are who are fans of the industry or those who aren't sure if they want to be a novelist, they're not sure if they want to be a screenwriter, and it's kind of a landing spot where they can go and kind of figure that out. See, I love that. I mean, that's what we're trying to do with our company too is, you know, we get people who they just want to be published, but they're not really sure yet about their goals or that path to publication, or they right. might think they want to do one thing, but when we start digging, we, you know, figure out that they have completely different goals. And one thing I have to say though, we, we don't ever talk about, um, is the contest angle. And I just think it's, yeah. It's so cool yeah. what you guys are doing. And okay, so if I'm a writer and I, you know, have a bunch of different projects ready to go, what advice would you give to writers who are maybe entering contests for the first time or trying to get involved in what Pipeline mm -hmm. offers? But, you know, maybe this is my first contest that I'm entering. Are there any like hard and fast rules or do's or don'ts that you like to give to writers entering these contests? That's a good question. You know, usually I'll, I I would say, sorry, don't suck. <laughs> <laughs> that's don't a common suck. overarching yeah. piece yeah. of advice. Yes, yeah. right. That's, that's in general, in, in general yeah. life goals. Try not to suck, okay? All right. Don't blow it's it. It's such an ambiguous <laughs> term too. But uh, related to that, actually, I I would normally say submit your best work that you feel the mo you're most confident in. Um, I'm learning though that that's also 
ambiguous because there's a note behind that note, essentially. And it's that you have to submit something. I don't care if it's a book or a film or a whatever. Uh, in fact, I would give this advice to anybody in any industry, whether you're opening a restaurant or, or starting a business somewhere. Uh, you have to you have to put something forward that is going to tell whoever's reviewing it or, or the audience why you're different and why you're why you're, how you're bringing something new to the table. And it could just be like a slight twist on a genre. It could be something in the concept. It could be something in the writing style. Uh, but that's what ultimately stands out, at least for us in our process uh, across the board too. So when I say it's, well, submit your best, your best book, your best book or your best script might not be, that's what you think your best script is, right? For whatever reason it might be. It might not be what the industry thinks. So I think the fallback is, just lean on like, you know, in screenwriting, they call it the quote unquote bucket script, right? Like submit the, the thing that like, that just, it's you on a piece of paper, basically. Yeah, just just kind of piggybacking on that. I mean, I, I would I would offer, there's no hard and fast rules for anything, but I would, I would offer two pieces of advice. One, this is a cross for film, for book, for everything. There's so much content out there right now. There's literally millions and millions of books and TV shows and movies. Why is your voice distinct and why does the world deserve to hear your story? If that's not clear within the first few pages, it's going to be hard to get traction in the industry. So what I would say to entrants is to make sure that you have a very, very, very distinct and clear point of view in your writing. Um, and then yeah. and then adjacent to that also, please proofread. Make sure. Oh, I mean, sure. from all of us, babies. <laughs> oh, God. Whoever's li- listening, please, from all of us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just make, put your best foot forward. Make sure that it is proofed and clean as much as possible because you're only going to get you know, one shot at the first read and it's better, That's it's great. better to have everything lined up and all your T's crossed and all your I's dotted, so to speak. It's a, it's a, what's interesting on that. I, the, the uh, unpublished entries that I've read in my end, at least thus far, uh, and even in, in this, with the screenplays over the years, uh, I don't see that many, maybe I'm not paying attention far enough, but I don't see that much material. That's like, that's too sloppy. You know, a lot of it is, uh, a lot of wow. fundamental sort of errors in terms of yeah. writing style, but I don't sure. see that. You're a lucky man, Matt. Yes, yeah, so yeah. I was going to say, wow, <laughs> Somehow I what's that it. like? <laughs> I've done it for, for uh, 14 years, I guess. I'm curious, um, I'm curious on the subject. I'm sorry, I didn't, did I interrupt you, Matt? I'm sure. I no, but, but to Peter's point, yes, he's absolutely right. I just, uh, I guess there's, um, well, we don't have to talk about all the little errors that, we see, I guess, right now, but um, <laughs> but yeah, and I often, yes, often talk shit about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, but, but are there common errors that you see all the time that writers, whether it's you know film, novels, whatever, that that you see them make, or even bad habits, like yeah. even like something that could be considered kind of a bad habit or misformatting or anything like that. To, for me, and then you know, Peter can kind of weigh in as well. I, for me, it's. I don't care about, you know, a typo here and there or, you know, unless it's like uh, unreadable, right? Um, sure. It's For me, it's more generic writing that kind of kills it. You know, it's the, it's when it's clear that the writer is writing something that they, sh- they think they should be writing and that's not really their, that's not really their style. Right. And, and it feels forced and it feels, it just feels generic. And that's usually, that ends up, ends up being a pass for us, you know. 
Yeah, completely, completely agree. Completely agree with that. Yeah. So just because Rhea's right, we don't often talk about contests, uh, you know, for our, for our clients or our audience as sort of an avenue, and maybe we, we're not talking about it enough, but I'm curious about whether or not you found as, and this is a question for both of you, but maybe specifically Peter, as you've kind of like rebranded and pushed book pipeline a little bit forward this last year, what are you finding, you know, not competition wise, but what, do you, what other organizations or what other, you know, contest organizers have you guys kind of seen, and is anybody really doing what you're doing and offering what you're offering, wherein it's not some kind of transactional thing where we have a contest and like, congratulations, you win. And like, we just publish your story in a magazine and then we call mm-hmm. it a day. Whereas you guys are sort of like, you're part of the, you're part of the thing now. We're going to see this through. We're going to, you know, we're going to work on this. We're going to try to create a success story. Do you think anybody else, any other organizations are doing what you're doing in the book world now? Um, yeah, obviously I'm biased, but um, I, I don't think so. No, I mean, I, I think what sets us apart and it's such a wonderful part of Pipeline that Matt has created over the years is that we provide access to industry. Yes, and that's obviously you know a big part of it, but we are allies for life. We are in your corner. We will always read drafts of other projects. We will help you develop things. We will help you review log lines. We will help you flesh out concepts, outlines. We, we are, for lack of a better phrase, coaches, and we're yeah. here to help develop you. And that's that's the whole point of this, right, is to discover new voices and new stories and to help facilitate and nurture growth in that way. And I, it's, I, I don't see a lot of other contests across the board with that much investment in the future, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, in all humility, I haven't seen anyone that, that kind of, I mean, there's other good organizations out there, obviously. Sure, um, of course, yeah. You know, Writer's Digest has a lot of good, good programs. I like the team over there. There's, yes. you know, there's other good companies as well. Um, I, they're a nonprofit. They don't really, they're different. But NaNoWriMo has always been uh, kind of the, the mainstay, right? Um, we just started working with them, too, as a, as a sponsor. And uh, I've always been really impressed with, with what they do as far as uh, writer empowerment, right? Uh, if not individual development, and it's, it's that sort of, community building that I've always been a, a big fan of, uh, which we've also, also started to grow on our end. But, but no, I, to, uh, to Peter's point too, as far as like the development side of things with book, uh, this was the first year, I'm trying to think back, I might've done it kind of informally with other finals before, but this was the first year where we'd have a, we had a book pipeline finalist uh, who had a really good story that we thought would work well for TV. Um, but the industry shifted at this point, especially during the pandemic, was already kind of headed in that direction, I think, but especially now where it's really hard to take the piece of IP that, that hasn't been, that isn't the New York Times bestseller, right? That isn't like this big property and try and send it out there. And then they have to develop, develop the script for a year. And then they have to, you know, yada, yada. It's much better now to have that property and also have the scripts at least a pretty good script in tow. And I think with adaptation this year, that's going to be our, that's going to be our primary goal with whoever wins and whoever places this finalist is getting them to either write the script or we, we work with them on developing it in some other way to give them a better chance. But uh, to take a step back to what I was saying about this year, uh, with one of our finalists, Peter Jenna, 
uh, Jenna Marie Warnicky, I think I'm pronouncing her last name right. Yes. Um, yeah. She she had a really cool, you know, short story uh, called Cuddlebug. Uh, I thought it had excellent TV potential. Peter thought it also had excellent TV potential. Um, she said she wanted to take a crack at the pilot, and I said, okay, let's, you know, we'll help you develop it. We'll give you the, you know, start from, like, the fundamentals and up. And so they gave her a bunch of scripts and samples to, like, kind of model after. And uh, Peter, I think her first draft was, like, better than <laughs> most pilots we read. It was 100%. Uh, 100%. Yeah. It, her first draft was better than 80% of first drafts I've read in yeah. my life. Yeah. That's amazing. So some, I, don't, I don't believe in, like, this idea of natural ability. Well, you're just born to be a writer. I'm like, you can be predisposed to a certain thing, but you still have to put in the effort and be yes. proactive. And, and that's what I was really impressed with her. Um, and I name her because this is just the most recent example. There's been other writers that, you know, have, have, uh, have shown this sort of uh, unique ability to just transition from a very different medium, going from writing novels and fiction to the TV pilot, you know? That's awesome. Uh, yeah. So, but I was just really impressed. And I, and, I think it happened again, not because she has some sort of natural talent, uh, but because it's clear that she put in the effort. She read the scripts that we sent her, and she she took our advice even before she wrote the first draft. And I have a feeling I didn't ask her this, but I have a feeling she went online and just did more research and more and just self education herself before even submitting that first draft, and, yeah. and she pulled it off pretty well. So yeah, it was it was clear she put in the hours. She put in the she put in the work to. The, educate herself necessarily yeah. to you know create something awesome and, and i love writers yeah. that have that sort of proactive nature yes absolutely because i feel like so many of us we just want the results the end results the shiny awards and <laughs> the finished right. book yeah. or the finished or, project to be, or and... to be told what to like just do it this way completely sure. you know like a paint by numbers like you know right absolutely and so just kind of circling back around to the community aspect of things, like ha has there been a difference in the community for Pipeline fitting into the publishing industry compared to the film or TV industry? Has that been a struggle? I and mean, the publishing industry itself could be, we talk about it all the time, but a little antiquated, a little old school. Um, mm -hmm. But what's that community been like? There's parts about the publishing industry too that that feel old school in a, in a good way. We can sure, kind of how that maybe last. Yeah. But uh, as far as the community building, it's been, a, I wouldn't say it's been difficult. It's just been an uphill climb because we had such, you know, we've had years and years building our name in the screenwriting community and the TV writing community uh, with Script Pipeline that, you know, to, to, to jump over to publishing, which is uh, 10, 10 times as big, 15 times as big, uh, it's, it's kind of harder to, to wrangle everybody together. You know, completely. Um, hmm. So that's you know the new site that that we're putting together. I think you know we'll solve a little piece of that. Um, we started something that you know Joe's seen it uh, on Twitter at the start of the pandemic, at the start of the lockdown. Um, I wanted to do something every Friday night that was kind of a quote unquote virtual virtual mixer on Twitter. Oh, cool. And yeah, yeah I hate using the word virtual too because I feel like I'm from 1997. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> there's been no other word to replace it. So. Sure. Uh, so we've been doing, I, the first week we did it, I'm like, well, you know, 20 people hop on the hashtag and just kind of talk about stuff and it's a success, you know, just to give someone something to look forward to. Um, we all remember, I know it seems like three years ago, but we remember now 
middle of March, it was kind of a, a un, unpredictable time, right? And yeah. everyone was kind of, people still are on edge. So we wanted to create kind of a little little glimmer of hope, at least weekly, just to connect people and have them commiserate with each other. And the after the first week, I lost all control. Like it just kind of, it, it really did sort of blew up, blow up after that. And everyone just kind of, there's more and more people after that exponentially participated. Now every week, um, every five, Friday at five o'clock Pacific, uh, if you follow the Pipeline Writers hashtag on Twitter, um, you can talk to several hundred other writers that are just weighing in. And uh, I'm sure more are just kind of lurking and just reading and not really participating. And that's fine too. Uh, just to add on to something that Matt said, even though it is, you know, we are a relatively new book pipeline is relatively new. We've had quite a bit of success in making inroads with the publishing industry. We've got yeah. some really, really phenomenal people in our industry network. We've got uh, Catherine Teagan, the editor of the Divergent oh, yeah. Trilogy. We've got the agency that represents Gillian Flynn. We've got an agent from Verve. I mean, we, we've got a lot of really wonderful industry network contacts that are excited to read our finalists and winners. So it's, 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 been, it's, been, it's been really nice reaching out to those people and making those, those connections. Yeah, on the industry, and we've, uh, and that's all, that's really all to Peter's credit. Um, we've made some, some, some good relationships. I'm eager to send them whoever the next, you know, big author is and just, you know, start the start the first year of unpublished with a huge success story, which yeah. that would be nice. Yeah, but, that'd be awesome. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the community on both ends. I'm we're just uh, it's a gradual gradual build up, but we'll we'll get there. Absolutely. Yeah. And do you use? I mean, we talk so we talk about social media all the time, but do you find that there is one over the other in terms of platforms that are really beneficial? I'm assuming it's Twitter for you guys, and and do you yeah. think it's necessary? If you're an emerging writer, if you want to, you know, be published in whatever avenue that takes on, do you think that you have to play that game and be on social media and build your platform that way? Or do you think there are other ways? I don't, I think it can't hurt to build it. I, and I'm partial to Twitter just because Facebook, uh, I guess, for, on, <laughs> uh, yeah, on the business end. Facebook is just kind of a mess to me. Um, Twitter's always been the go-to. It's been the simpler option. Um, and for all the negative negativity on Twitter uh, over the last, feels like four years, doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> where you just kind of doom scroll through all the, all the feeds. Right, and all the truly. Right. But it has been this unexpected source of, um, uh, this sounds a little a little uh, melodramatic but it's it's inspirational in some ways right and it's very motivating to a lot of writers and uh yeah so i'm obviously a fan of twitter i peter is a good it's i'm glad peter's here because he can offer the counter to that because he refuses to be on social media oh at my all. god i love it I, I, yeah i was i was just gonna say i'm i'm a 97 year old man and a no, no, no. Year old we father. are too so oh, 100%. We, talk, we talk about this all the time and joe just like deleted everything and i want to figure out how to continue to build our business yeah and how to build my author platform without it and and i'm not saying not do anything like i'd love to build my email subscriber list and do all of that but it, there's just something about it that feels so noisy so comparison driven and you yeah. often walk away feeling like there's been an amazing community as well but it, it i don't know at one point like but we're happened? also we're all sorry Rhea, but we're yeah. also trying to like like let our clients know because you know Rhea in particular talks about author platform a lot 
And it is really important, especially for the work that she does with a lot of our nonfiction clients. It's important sure. to have that. So that we're, huge, we've yeah. been, we've been like laboring over trying to figure out like, how do we help people build an author platform if they absolutely don't want to be on social media? Right. Yeah. I, I it's, it's an interesting question because like, as you said, for nonfiction in particular, it's, huge. So, it's so important. It. Yeah. yeah right. It's so important, but I, I do wonder, and this is kind of contradicting what Matt said, it, it's, there, there comes a point where uh, an, a screenwriter, author, whatever, becomes so focused on developing their online brand that the actual yes. quality of the work suffers. <laughs> and that's, and, and that's, yeah. that's the balance that's hard to figure out. And I think those that are really successful have figured out that balance. So every like published author that I know and work with and uh, you know, our clients, whatever they spend, I would say 80% of their time marketing and 20% yep. writing when that should yep. be flipped. And I'm, I'm one of them as well. I mean, I, I straddle that line between running a business for writers and writing myself. And I mean, it is a full-time gig, like yeah. trying to yeah. market and promote and push. So, um, yeah, I, I just think that's so interesting. I love that you're not on it. I, I just that one day. <laughs> yeah, I, I can I can also speak. My mom, I mentioned this uh earlier, but my mom is a New York Times bestseller right. novelist. And just what you were talking about, she's you know constantly promoting yeah. and doing marketing on Twitter and Facebook. And it's just it's become such a an integral part of things now. It's just it's it's been it's been fascinating learning that side through watching her. So. Well, in the in the publishing industry as well, like it it's like we've all forgotten that 10, 15 years ago we sold things without it, and now right. it's just they you know. Remember asked, borders? Remember yeah, borders? Oh my god! Yeah. Um, so many so fun things. On you know, de devil's devil's advocate for this particular conversation, Matt. I think you make a great point that there there's a lot of really distinctive and supportive communities for writers on Twitter, and oh, yeah. you guys also have this sort of like odd you got, like pipeline has that uh, an, uh, an incredible little success story on twitter as well because you do pipeline writers every week will you talk about that I th that was a thing that people have really come to they've really gravitated to yeah that. yeah and not only that but a few weeks ago a writer that we profiled for our subplot series we do a long form series on script pipeline once a month that profiles like emerging writers or writers that just kind of broke in and, and goes into a deep dive of their backstory and all that. Um, one of the subplot. writers that we did, uh, subplot, yes. Uh, did I not mention it? I got I to gotta plug what I can plug. Plug here. it, plug <laughs> it, plug everything, plug it all. <laughs> uh, no, one of the writers that we profiled in that, Amanda Graham, um, reached out and she's based in the UK and she said, you know, can you guys do it? the pipeline writers thing at an earlier time and i'm like well I, I can't it's hard to satisfy all the time zones so i told her hey let's just do pipeline writers uk so now she does that at 11 a.m on fridays which is 7 p.m uk time will you explain what pipeline writers is real quick oh this was the virtual mixer that i had mentioned before yeah on oh, Twitter. Okay, yeah. so you go on at the designated time you follow the hashtag and just there's no real topic sometimes we'll have like an industry guest that'll do a little q a or uh AMA or whatever they're calling them nowadays. And uh, and yeah, but it's kind of a free-for-all and the writers really, really took a shine to that. So so yeah, I was, I was saying a couple of weeks ago, um, a writer in Australia wanted to do something for the Australian New Zealand crowd and and now they start at 2 a.m. on Friday, our time. <laughs> and so uh, there's writers, uh, what is it, AMZ or something, Australia, New Zealand. Um, 
which has been great too. So it's like we've kind of monopolized Friday as like the all day global mixer on Twitter. <laughs> which is really awesome. Well, on multiple continents. Twitter can yeah. be used for good. You've yes, heard it here it first. That's also That's right. an exclusive right there. <laughs> that is. <laughs> Who'd have thunk? Um, so, but I totally understand why why authors are reluctant to go on Twitter because it's there's a pretty huge it's a, for, it's being such a simple platform. There is a huge learning curve to figure out oh my how God. to cut yeah. through the noise, right? I, I just joined it because I again I'm super old school. So Instagram is where my made on audience is, but my publisher was like, no, I gotta be on Facebook and Twitter. And I'd never Ugh. been on Twitter a day in my life until 2018. I still don't get it. I'm actually deleting Facebook and Twitter, but I, I wish I got it because I know it's a it can be a great tool, but every time I get on, I'm like, what the fuck is this? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know where to go. I'm confused. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel that way about Facebook now. I, I, oh, I'll it's confusing. your Facebook decision. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh -huh. um, I, I would give Twitter a chance. I'm not, you know, promoting them. I don't work for them, but you can yeah. <laughs> pick it out for another, like, six months. See how things, see how things see, go. See how things go. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what sorry, is, uh, what coming up? I mean, spe you know, speaking, you got Pipeline Riders. You guys are global. You got Book Pipeline making it, uh, you know, really, like, having a strong year despite quarantine. What's going on for the rest of this year and into the next? What is coming up? What do emerging writers need to look out for? And how, what are the best ways for, for them to find out about it? Any of our listeners that might be interested in, in submitting to you guys for one of your contests? It's a question that I would answer differently now than probably any time in recorded history. Because we're in such a unique, we're still on that, uh, I mean, pick a, pick a phrase that's been worn out already like an unprecedented time or whatever um but we are right and uh right now i think uh, i think there's this collective i don't want to get too philosophical on the old right wave podcast but uh, <laughs> the, old this, right -way podcast. the old right way podcast but there is this collective sort of sense of urgency now isn't there yeah we're like yeah, we're absolutely. all we're all kind of realizing like, well, I wanted to do this and you know, I, the future is uncertain. So why am I waiting? Reprioritization. Everybody's reprioritizing there's a, for sure. There's a definite reprioritization. That's a good word uh, of, of everything. So my best advice to, to writers and creatives and, and everybody is just to do what you want to do. And I know that's ambiguous, but if you wanted to write a novel, just find the time to write a novel. I know it's difficult. I know when people are laid off and people are trying to juggle working at home. Um, trust me, I know. That was my dog actually earlier. Uh, <laughs> you liar. You liar. It's been very difficult. Yes, but no. It's, uh, so I, I understand the external pressures, but at the same time, it's we're about to enter a phase where there's never been a better time as rough as it might be right now with the industry and who's picking up what and yada, yada, yada. Uh, there's never going to be a better time to, to create new stuff. I think yep, I agree. Uh, there's that old chestnut too, about, well, some of the best works were written during world war II or during the depression or the, you know, famines and, you know, it, there's something about the horrors of reality that compelled creatives to, to unlock these universal sort of stories, 
right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's what we're going to see in this next wave. So I would encourage everyone who wants to do that to, to do that if they can. Great advice. And in terms of deadlines, we've got uh, <laughs> just I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna plug us real quick. The final deadline for unpublished is October 5th. We're open for submissions through then. Uh, you can submit on our website or via submittable. And then all, we've also got some deadlines for script and film coming up, Matt, if you want to elaborate on those. I'm over here trying to be deep and finding uh, <laughs> the death of human experience. Okay. Uh, I'm here. I'm cycle like of history. Just trying to bring philosophy to the world. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we do have, I mean, there's a bunch of deadlines coming up too for us. We've, we've log jammed everything towards the end of the year for script and for, uh, for book. So, so. what's, it, what's it, the website? I'm... What's the website guys? Uh, it's all so surepipeline.com, bookpipeline.com. Okay. And if, okay. if I'm a if I'm a writer that's submitting to one of these contests, what are my odds? Like, how many submissions do you get? How many winners are there? Or can you share that information? Yeah, no, that's all that's all public. I can give you kind of a, a rough estimate of what we expect for unpublished and what we got last season too. Um, I'm glad you brought that up though, because uh, I did want to touch upon one other area regarding that. Um, but as far as uh, submissions, so last season for screenwriting and TV writing combined. Um, 2019, we had about, I think, 7,000 entries total in this season. Oh, wow. Well, this season we had over 10,000. So oh. uh, something has been, has been spurned in the, in the writing community to write and get their stuff out there. Um, and with that, we, we pick you know, a set number of quarterfinalists. I think this year was around 60 or 70. Um, and then finalists for screenwriting, TV writing, we, we picked 10 each. Amazing. Um, and then one winner for each for each category. So, uh, and then book it's uh, there's what six categories for unpublished, Peter. Yeah, and then... for, for for book there's six categories in unpublished. We pick uh, up the three finalists and then a, a winner for each right. category. And then for adaptation, we have ten finalists. And then out of those ten finalists, we pick two runners up and then a winner. That's yeah. amazing. So it, it is a very small percentage, and that's the one thing I wanted to touch upon. Like writers will see that and say, well it's unfair. Like the odds are stacked against me. And I, I can't argue with that. I mean, it's, it's true. Like we, welcome to the real world. <laughs> that's, and, that's, and that's kind of my, my, uh, my, um, axiom, sort of the, well, axiom, <laughs> that's sort of the bittersweet reality of it is that the, that is the real world, right? You are, that's, you're competing with even more people when you sure. start sending your stuff yeah. out. And not only are you competing with more people, but you're competing with, with the professional screenwriters, the professional uh, authors and stuff out there, right? Mm -hmm. So it's nothing is easy. Basically, is my Absolutely. is my sort yeah. of cynical look on things. But you know, just to have that platform and uh, to give new writers and now to give new authors, uh, you know, another opportunity, I think is is important. It's amazing. Um, and I I I can't announce this news yet. I'm hoping to um, by the end of this month, but I have to wait until it. It's the trades, but we have a few, um, at least two major uh, announcements through Script Pipeline. So I, I'm eager to, oh, eager man, to reveal. It's awesome. a tease. What it a tease. Is. So you have to go to the website, which will be in our show notes, to yeah. find or out just, that news, correct? Or just, well, I'm going to put it on Twitter first. So for those of you who are on Twitter, I guess you're not going to find oh, out. Give shit. us your handle. <laughs> Give us your handle for Twitter. What's your handle for uh, Twitter so people can follow? Oh, all our stuff. It's all just. 
for okay. Pipeline Book Pipeline. Great. Pipeline. One piece of news um, will will reverberate through the industry. That's a little historic, so I can't. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, I, that's as much as I can say. I don't want to be all vague, but that's, you are. You just like I, it's worth you're just doubling down on <laughs> the tease, aren't you, man? I am doubling down. Jesus, no, uh, this is uh, an unprecedented move to sort of get to the end of the episode and leave us all yep. clipping. Great writing, <laughs> well, man. Yes, Great writing. Right. Well done. Hey, well, that's what, how you have the story. Be that's sure it. to catch part two of the Right Way podcast. <laughs> that's <Matt> right. <laughs> Coming next Monday. On, on, <laughs> there's no part two. Well, I don't think we're going to get invited back, but we might. <laughs> Not true. Not true. Not true at all. You guys have been our inaugural guests. I that's hope you right. know that's a big, wow. that's a big deal. Oh, that's we right. Like, we had a very like a show letter. gift. Oh. Like a parting bag or something? Yeah, <laughs> some kind of a swag bag. Just keep an yeah. eye on your mailbox. That's right. That sounded like a... I didn't mean for that to sound like a threat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Like, no, I didn't. Please don't. Um, guys, this is incredible. Um, yeah, thank you so much. Full of good information. And uh, I think, um, you know, I think in particular, our listeners will be glad to know that there's, you know, an organization like Pipeline out there. You guys really offer a lot of avenues for new and emerging writers and i think that's you're doing a lot of good work you're doing a lot of yeah. good work thank and you more more to come from us and and more to come that that won't cost writers anything hopefully so we're trying to build more more um no cost services that we can offer that you know is, is efficient and viable and to all of our listeners just know how rare that really is that really is rare yes <laughs> right <laughs> Well, thanks well, again, guys. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so All much. Right.